Welcome to Trade Centre Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It's Tuesday, the 12th of October, and that means we've got just one and a bit days left of the trade period to go. And each day this trade period, we've spoken to big fans about their beloved clubs, followed by a live 4pm show to wrap up your daily trade news. And of course, we're doing the same today. First, make sure you head to Instagram now, afl.footylive, for some showtimes and news. Hashtag Trade Center Live to get involved. All right, let's welcome today's guest. This man hosts the True Footy Podcast. He's a footy expert. He's got a great mullet and mustache combination going on. He's an Eagle supporter, but he's not biased, which is uh, sort of strange for us on the show. Let's see if we can squeeze some out of him. It's Jesse from the True Footy Podcast. Welcome, Jess. Thanks, mate. Uh, very flattered by the invitation to be here, and uh, it's one of my favourite times of the year, especially when the regular season doesn't go so well. So, yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. That's right. That is a very elite mullet you've got there, and moustache. Where's the inspiration come from? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I think uh, I just – I don't actually know who it was that inspired me to get it. I just thought – I like to mix up my style. So, um, yeah. it changes. Like, 12 months ago, I had a shaved head, and I'll probably do that again in a few weeks, let's see. But – uh, yeah, just rolling with this for a while. Nice. Mixing it up, I like to see. And obviously, we're, we're three hours ahead here in uh, in our country. Um, what's it like living in your nation at the moment with a bit of freedom? What was the vibe like in Perth, though? Yeah, it was um, – I think it was a little bit quiet compared to what Melbourne can be from what um, – because I, I had some mates from South Australia sort of head over to, yep. to watch the game. They said – during the week, it was actually a little bit quieter, and I guess Perth doesn't really know how to host a, a grand final week. So, um, but hopefully, you never get practice because it was incredible. We want to keep it, so don't get used to it, please. <laughs> hey, what, why do you support the Eagles, by the way? Uh, I'm going to give you a boring answer and tell you is it it's the family choice. No, that's um, right. That's a good answer. That's the best answer we, we want. Yeah, my dad was a Eagles fan, and he um, like went because I used to live overseas when I moved over when I was eight. Um, yeah, picked up the Eagles. I dabbled a little bit. I rebelled and went for Freo and then Essendon, but that only lasted about a week at a time. And then, yeah, back to the Eagles. Back to the Eagles. Good. Where'd you live overseas? Uh, I used to live in Bangkok and Abu Dhabi. So uh, oh, yeah, wow. around the place. Nice. What's what's your favourite place destination overseas? Um, to, to holiday, probably London. I don't know why. It just feels very yeah. natural to me. I'm not English at all. Um, but in terms of holiday destination, I would say London. But to live, probably Abu Dhabi because uh, that was my formative years between 14 and 19. So yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, I like that one. Hey, tell me about the True Footy podcast. Um, you do it with a, with a couple of guys and uh, it's good stuff, mate. When did you start that? Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, you know what? I think it was about... Four years ago, started watching uh, True Geordie and the True Geordie podcast on YouTube. Uh, some yeah. people might be fans of his, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, that was sort of the original inspiration. And then my mate sort of said, you know, could we do something like this for stuff that we're good at talking about? And that yeah. was footy for us. Yep. Uh, and then it blossomed there. It was originally just a podcast. And then um, and then now, now it's more like which I try and do everything. I do live streams. I do, um, you know, analysis videos and all that kind of jazz vlogs. Um, just trying to sort of uh, 
work that creative muscle, see, see what I'm good at. And uh, at the moment, I'm just trying to juggle everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice one. I like it. And you are very good at talking about your beloved Eagles, which I'm going to ask you about now. Season, obviously not the best season to talk about uh, for you boys. Um, you were sidelined in September. It's only the second time actually in Adam Simpson's uh, eight-year uh, tenure there at the Eagles that you're sitting out of finals. And good list, but a lot of prem- a lot of uh, premiership heroes had injuries. Uh, not a lot of things went right for the Eagles. Uh, how do you? How would you grade it though, from A to F? How, to, how if you're a teacher, how do you grade that season? It's hard to do this uh, without the emotional attachment. I'm inclined mm. to give them an F, to be honest. I, I yeah, think we, when you when you love the up emotional to, stuff, we love it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then it's a resounding F. Um, I just <laughs> think there were some mitigating factors for sure, but I think when you load up. To, to win the premiership in the here and now. You mm-hmm. trade in Tim Kelly for two years' worth of draft picks, and then you don't even – and to be honest, I think we finished 10th, and that flattered the the actual performances we were putting out at times. So I'll be optimistic for next year, but I think when you weighted against expectations, it's a, it's a big F. Yeah. Is there still a lot of faith in Adam Simpson and, and the way you guys are playing? P- probably more so Adam Simpson than the way we are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally – we probably got exposed for a um, trying to adopt a very slow, conservative ball movement game style. So yeah. I, I think I think the times are changing and we need to adapt and whether we can do that with the list and the attributes we have is another question. But I think Adam Simpson's well and truly earned our trust. Um, yeah, as you said, only missed the finals for the second time and, uh, yeah, come top six or made a couple of grand finals, won a flag in that time. So he's got plenty of credits in the bank. Yeah, definitely. I just, yeah, I love Adam Sims. I just think the way that the Eagles played just from the outside, it looks like the contested possession stuff wasn't there. I think you'd rank 14th in the comp. And I mean, you like to play that kick mark kind of style, but you need to win it at the source as well. And I think that was, that was a big problem. You reckon that's going to be a a kind of focus for uh, again, getting into a competitive nature next year? Yeah, 100%. To be honest with you, it's been a a problem with this list for a while now. Uh, Despite the fact that I I would say we have a good midfield on paper and probably the best Mm. tap tap ruckman I've ever seen, um, for some reason winning at the coalface has always been an issue. For some reason at the end of 2018, I I could be mistaken, but generally speaking, I think we went from one of the worst contested ball sides and then the last seven weeks became either first or second in that ranking and then won the flag. And I think that's telling. We need to tap into that again. Yeah, it was 2018. Was that premiership the best day of your life? Or hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you celebrate? I was there in 06 um, as a 12 oh, year old, and for, yeah. that, for a while that was the best day of my life. But I yeah. think going through the the rebuild of the club, um, both on and off the field, you know, cousin Judd and Kerr tearing us apart um, to build up to that 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 day and to be there in person, hundred uh, percent. I was lucky enough to be in Melbourne at the time. Jeez. I drove there in 15 when we got slaughtered. Um, so to be there in 18, it just made it all the much sweeter. You drove there, like, well, from Perth? Yeah, literally drove in a van with my mate. <laughs> How long did that take? Uh, we left Tuesday morning and we got there uh, just in time for the parade on Friday. So that's about three days. And, Jeez, that's um, commitment. We didn't intend to drive at night, but, you know, it got to the point where we were just like, we have nothing better to do but then keep driving. So we yeah. were driving like 16 hours a day, I reckon. So, Jeez, yeah. that's all right. Well, did you get along or was there some fights with your mate along the way? Because you spent a lot of time together. Jeez. Yeah, you know what? We, we hadn't seen each other much before that, which probably helped. Um, yeah. It was pretty cruisy there, a bit of anticipation. And then, as you can imagine, the drive home was pretty quiet. So we didn't <laughs> step on each other's toes. I can imagine. Where did you sit in 2018? Um, 
I don't know how to describe it in terms of ends. It was on, yeah. if you're looking at the broadcasts, it'd yeah. be on the right side sort of behind the goals. That's okay. Well, like top level, was it? Um, I was saying middle. Probably. Okay. Oh, nice. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Middle beautiful. Tier. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Hey, um, give me a highlight of this season. There wasn't too many like we mentioned, but there was a few. <laughs> the youth came through, which I thought that was good to see. And there was some guy, you know, Jermaine Jones got a look, Luke Edwards, Connor West, Rotham, Luke Foley, those kind of guys got an opportunity, I guess. Was that was that a highlight Was the to see the youth come through? And actually there was that game against Richmond, which I'm uh, still shattered about. One of the best games of the season, but the Tigers unfortunately lost. That was a good performance. Was that one of the highlights? I, I think the, the Richmond win stands out as a clear personal favourite. I think yep. that's actually probably my favourite home and away game I've ever been to. As I said, lucky oh, to be yeah. some yeah. good finals. But um, just being four goals down with what was it, seven minutes to go, uh, it almost felt like we were down and out. And it, yeah. uh, as much as I love the Eagles, it was uncharacteristic to see us fight like that. Yeah. Um, and it was just, you know, football is all about moments. And, yeah, I'll never forget that night. That was very, very special. Yeah, there was, there was a few lowlights we can we can single out. My one that I can remember comes to mind is probably uh, Shannon Hearn's 300th game. I mean, mm. you did get the, – there was a loss against Geelong and I think there was a big one uh, against Sydney at GMHPS Stadium, I think. But Shannon Hearn's one kind of hurt, even from a neutral, to watch that and that unfortunately send him off uh, on his 300th with a, with a bad display. Was that your lowlight? I think you've nailed it. It's 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 an easy question in that I've about five or six to choose from, to be completely honest. But uh, I think in terms of disappointment and when you look at the fact that Collingwood finished 17th, didn't they? So mm. to not even really be competitive in that game, I think – I can't remember how long. We, we went a long time without kicking a goal. Um, I, I shook off the Geelong loss because, you know, good teams lose to them and we, yep. we sucked down at GMHBI. I even tolerated the Sydney loss, excuse me, mm. but – um, yeah, I'd say the Collingwood stands out even above losing the our first derby in eleven cracks. That was uh, the Collingwood loss was probably the most pathetic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll put it behind us now. It doesn't matter. It's finished. This season's done. There was injuries. Yeah. We'll blame it on that. Let's start fresh, and that's what the <laughs> yeah. Eagles want to do in the trade period. They haven't been huge movers, but Sam Petrovsky Seaton comes in. Uh, former num- <laughs> pick number six didn't do much for Carlton. Let's be honest. You only gave up pick fifty-two. That probably explains explains it. But let, let's hope for your sake that he can get back to his best because when he started, there was heaps of excitement about him. Do you reckon he can get some midfield mi- minutes and, and live up to that potential? Yeah, man, I really hope so because I think we've identified a big gap in our list in probably 20 to 25-year-old midfielders. I mean, I think Sheed, other than guys like Edwards, Sheed's one of the youngest midfielders in his 27 next year, I think. Mm. So um, from that perspective, I think it's a good list gap. I don't think we're particularly good at rotating our mids, though. So I I have this horrible feeling that Petrovsky seaton is going to languish on a forward flank for a little while. So I, I hope they mm. give him a good crack at it. Yeah. Um, because he's obviously very skillful. So that would be good if he comes on good. That's right. Well, I hope it gets your fitness up. He said, I think he had an interview yesterday where he said that fitness won't be, in, be an issue, but it was questioned a little bit at Carlton. I hope I hope he does get some midfield minutes and, uh, yeah, it does something. What about Jared Brander? Because I think now it's unlikely he's going to be traded, but he was he – was, there, there was a bit of interest from different clubs. Do you think he's still going to stay at West Coast now or he'll be shipped off before tomorrow night? Yeah, the, the Brander situation as it's unfolded has been a really interesting one. I, th- I found it really interesting uh, that Nisbet had come out around the time of the trade period starting and suggesting, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see if we get any offers for Brander and, and then mm. we'll take it from there. And it didn't really sound like a club that was committed to keeping him. And then it's kind of worked in the sense that he's called their bluff. Brander hasn't really 
fielded many offers from the sounds of it. But I did read, unfortunately, this morning that um, I think his manager, something Potter, uh, Trent Potter, yep. or something like that, said that. Uh, um, da- is it David Trotter, I think? Trotter, sorry. Yeah, David, no, yeah, that's yeah. right. No, no, David yeah. Trotter, yeah. No, <laughs> these guys aren't celebrities. That's all right. We can that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. He came out and said that he hopes West Coast do the right thing and delist Brander so he can join a club directly. So it sounds like the relationship there is probably uh, gone a bit too far the other way. And I'd be happy to keep him for sure. Because um, yep. I think. I think it's a little bit – I think he's been undervalued in the market. I, I'm surprised there hasn't been any interest when mm. Carlton choose a guy called Lewis Young. Um, admittedly, yeah. I don't know heaps about him, but Brand is a former first-round draft pick. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting. And I think any club that takes the, the punt on Brand, uh, I think it's a good value selection. Yeah. Yeah, good one. What about Pal Pepper? Because he wants more midfield minutes. Didn't get enough of it at Port. Um, he thought he could crack into the midfield at West Coast. Maybe would you like to have him have him over? Is that still possible? You think you can get that done? Look, I love Pal Pepper in the in the sense of his attributes. Really brings something that the Eagles don't have. He's kind of like a uh, he's kind of like a poor man's Petraka, and I mean that as a compliment in terms <laughs> yeah. of like his explosive, aggressive yeah. nature, um, yep. and he, he uses the ball aggressively too. So I'm all for getting Power Pepper in. I question the idea that maybe he thinks he can crack into our midfielders, even though it hasn't been strong. Um, it's hard for anyone to crack in at the moment. So I feel like the squeeze in our midfield would be equal to that of Port Adelaide, even mm. though they're certainly a better team. So. I'm not sure what exactly his motivations are, but I, I hope it's one we look at in about 12 months. I think it's a little okay. bit peace. I think yeah. I'd held out hope, you know, if Amira gets to port um, and then they suddenly say, oh, hey, uh, Pal Pepper, you're a little bit further down the race, we could get him cheap. But um, for where it sits at the moment, I don't think we're in a position to, to spend big on Pal Pepper. And given his contract, he would probably cost more than we're willing to pay. Yeah, so you don't expect much news to come out of West Coast from now until tomorrow night. Do you think it's going to stay how it is? Yeah, I think we're going to. I think we desperately hit the draft. We've got our yeah. first three selections still in place. I think we could try to maybe uh, look at a pick upgrades. You know, um, Brisbane. You know, have a I think an academy uh, or father son rather next year mm-hmm. in Ashcroft. So I'm kind of thinking maybe we look at trading up some value this year and sacrifice a late pick next year. But in terms of player trades. I think uh, I think we're just going to take what we have. On a fans' perspective, uh, Willie Rioli, what are the what are the thoughts around him? I mean, when the news broke, and also him coming back. So, how do you feel about him as a fan? Absolutely love Willie Rioli. Him yep. um, him getting suspended, or at least the, when the first the story first broke, was uh, probably one of my worst experiences as a fan. I know that's so mm. melodramatic, but in terms of like, it was on the eve of a of a semi final from memory. And, yeah, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. He's absolutely one of my favourite players. I think he's maybe not underrated, but I think underrated in terms of what his skill set adds to our best 22 when we're playing well, um, the way he uses the ball, um, the, the way he kicks uh, kicks on an angle and can hit a target that no one else can hit. I think he's going to be a massive in for us. Obviously, missing two years, I, can only, I can't really talk up too much the immediate impact he's going to have, but I am uh, counting down the days till I see Willie Rioli in an Eagles jumper again. Yeah, nice one. I'm excited to see him as well, and I'll be interested to see how he how he does perform when he's back in the lineup. We get all our guests to do a kind of dream trade. So you pretend you're list manager. Pretend you could do whatever you want with what you've got at your disposal. What do you do for West Coast, Jesse? Oh, that's a, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, to be honest, it's kind of a boring one, but I think in terms of being semi-realistic, 
Mm-hmm. I would love to see us land Pal Pepper on deadline day with a future second round pick. I, I, I just don't think it'll happen. I don't think there's enough incentive for Port Adelaide to, Port Adelaide to offload him. But yeah. um, in terms of what's realistic, I think I think that's about right. Um, I think if you wanted to go a little more unrealistic, I think we need a Josh Kennedy uh, replacement, someone like mm-hmm. a Logan McDonald uh, who's just been drafted in Sydney. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's obviously not really going to happen, but um, he's a That's player right. that I would we can dream. love to have we can in dream. his colours. Yeah, very good. I like it. Hey, I'll ask you quickly about other ones because I know you you, you pay attention to all clubs, not just your own. Yeah. Um, the Jordan Dawson one, so negotiations been going on for a while. Do you, do you see this getting done? And if so, how, how do you think? We'll be back after a quick break. That is, that's a really tough question because it's it's not really clear. It, it, I think Adelaide had originally tried to trade for the Bulldogs pick 17, um, but I don't even think the Swans were really open to letting him go for 17. And now we've got a situation where Adelaide have picked four this year and 33, yeah. and then Melbourne's future first, which is probably going to be about pick 20. So they've arguably got less to trade for Dawson than they did at the start of the trade. That's period. right. Yeah, that's right. And they don't want to give up that pick four, obviously. So it's, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a bloody tough one. So how, what are the chances of it getting done still? You know what? I, I think it will get done because yeah. at the end of the day, um, there's the threat of the pre-season draft and, and Sydney have the choice of getting, you know, slight unders for Dawson or, or massive unders, depending on how you rate Dawson. I think he's a really good player. But mm. if, if Adelaide can offer that, you know, pick 20 um, and then some other sweetener, Sydney might just have to cop that, and I think that's the way it might be going, barring some crazy four-way trade. Um, mm. I, I think Sydney will relent because the the threat of them, the threat of losing him for nothing, is quite realistic. Yeah, I'll ask you about two other quick ones. The, the next one I want to ask is about Bobby Hill because it was a little bit of a surprise to see. I mean, he wanted to uh, head down to Victoria um, after he, you know, he, he could have re-signed for for the Giants. Um, did, were you surprised that? He did want to come back to Victoria, and secondly, that he nominated Essendon as that's his choice. Uh, yeah, that one did really come out of nowhere. Being a Hill boy, um, you know, you, you sort of expect him to to head home to WA, but it yeah. kind of makes sense. He's got relatives in Victoria mm. as well. Um, it, I mean, it, in some sense, it's not a surprise in that GWS have their retention issues, and so far, it's mm. only been unless I'm going crazy. I think Bobby Hill's the only player trying to leave GWS this year, which has to be a record. Yeah. So um, it, it does make sense that uh, a player, a young player sort of uh, with a year left on his contract is, is looking sideways. Um, I, I think Essendon would be a great fit. Um, they've got a great young blossoming team there and uh, he fits the age profile, but there's a bit of a fractured relationship between GWS and Essendon um, going off the Jai Caldwell deal last year and Dodoro mm-hmm. is notoriously hard to deal with. So I actually can't imagine this deal getting done, but that's just my gut yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah. 
No, it's a good gut feel. That's the way I, I feel as well. It's, plus, he's you know he's still contracted. So I mean, it'd, exactly. it'd be interesting to see what the Bombers are going to give up to, to try and land him. The, the the last one I'm going to ask you about is Jordan Clark, and it's a team you absolutely hate in Fremantle. Do you actually hate them, <laughs> or is it just like a younger brother that you're like, oh, they're there, they're no harm. You know what? I genuinely have no problem with Fremantle, and <laughs> half of True Footy is made up of Fremantle fans. But um, it, but it's very easy for me to say that when we've kind of traded being good and bad so we're never mm-hmm. really good at the same well other than 2015 yeah. um at the moment they've been kind of not threatening so i don't hate them but, yeah uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough well you wouldn't mind if jordan clark goes there then i think geelong yeah. for the last they requested was either pick 19 or pick 22 and a future third round selection and freeman were kind of mulling over what they wanted to accept that sort of thing what, what deal do you think gets done there yeah it's it's an interesting one where Geelong do, at the end of the day, have the bargaining power because Clark has a contract. And I think I think they've been uh, pretty clear from the beginning, from what I can tell, asking for a late teens, early 20s. So mm. I think they're well within their rights to push for that 19. From Fremantle's perspective, I think 22 and a future 30 is a better deal because that 19, if I'm not mistaken, will be the first pick of day two of the draft. Mm. And um, that will field a lot of trade offers. So they've got a good chance if, they're at 19 on, on day two and they don't necessarily um, lie, they, they think they can get their player with a, a later pick. Yep. They can always trade that to get that third or second round back. So uh, if I was free man, I'd be pushing for 22 in a future third. I think it would be a good result. Yep. I like it. And I also like these 10 quick questions we've been doing fans. I'm interested to see your answers here. These are fun ones. So okay. no pressure here. You can relax. Uh, which player do you most, would you most like to have a beer with at the pub from West coast? Luke Shuey, big fanboy. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Have you met him before? Have you had a chat to no. him? No. Oh, you don't no. meet your heroes, but no, that's right. I'll get him on the podcast one day. Yeah, do it. Do it. He'd <laughs> be good. Goal. He'd be really good, I reckon. Um, yeah. two, you have to get rid of either Nick Nat or Liam Ryan and Elliot Yo. Who do you pick? Uh, so was that Nick Nat and then a combo of those two? Yeah, yeah. So either just Nick Nat or Liam Ryan and Elliot Yo. Well, Nick Nat's by far the oldest. I think we'd have to let Nick Nat go in that scenario. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Very measured uh, answer. <laughs> shot after the siren. Oh, I think I know this one. Uh, the shot after the <laughs> siren, 45 degree angle, 40 metres out. Who do you choose to kick it? Well, I, w- I would say McGovern, but he absolutely flower bagged that goal against Port Adelaide. So I don't know if I can <laughs> trust him again. Um, you know what? I actually think I would go Josh Kennedy, to be honest. Oh, Josh Kennedy. I was going to think Dom Sheed. He's, uh, he's a cool oh, man under pressure. That's the good one that point. came to mind first. Yeah, got yeah, a few man. clutch players, but Kennedy is a, is a wizard. He's, yeah, he's uh, that, on his own level. That's true. If, uh, if the Eagles had to merge with one club, not Gold Coast or GWS, who would you pick? Oh, gross. Um, <laughs> gross. Oh, I would have definitely said, said the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people – yeah, that's why we had to change it. A lot of people say it's Gold Coast. Easy answer, but oh. make it tougher. You know what? Oh, I like the doggies. doggies. We'll take Bond. <laughs> yeah, nice. And what are they going to be called? Are they going to be called the West? Yeah, the West Coast Dogs. West Coast Bulldogs. Uh, just, just go with West Coast Eagles and just keep the blue <laughs> and gold jump. <laughs> nice. Uh, Eagles win the flag next year. How would you celebrate? Well, I would love to be in Melbourne for it. Um, I, I'm, I think it's a safe. Well, it's actually, that's a complete lie. I have no idea where the grand final is going to be next oh, year. Let's just I would touch wood. It's in bloody Melbourne. I'll tell you what. We exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's an interesting one now where I've, I've got a channel and content to make. So yeah. how do I celebrate it if the Eagles win? I think I would try and make as much content as possible and yep. keep the drinking to a minimum. But I think that would still be a very nice way to celebrate. Yeah, definitely. So would you rather sit right up in the nosebleeds by yourself for a grand final or be at home watching it with family and friends? Oh, I think I think with dad is uh, is the clear option there. Yeah, so I would go the family route. It would be yep. a little bizarre to be watching a grand final by yourself. <laughs> That's right. Well, you've already done it. You've been at at the ground for one already. So you can the next one you can watch it with your family, which is great. If you Very could true. look exactly like one player from West Coast, who would it be? Oh, uh, Brad Shepherd. Brad Shepherd. Yeah, he's a good looking yeah. guy. Yeah, extremely handsome. Yep. <laughs> Uh, if you had to choose one West Coast player to play millionaire hot seat on your behalf, all money goes to you, who would you pick? He's got the brains. Oh, man. Um, gee. Who's a clever one? I can't think, I think. of a single smart one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's... Elliot uh, Yo's got a brain, doesn't he? Possibly. I'm trying to think of the ones that have gone to uni and study, but... Um, Shannon Hearn. Seems smart. Potentially, potentially. Gaffy, maybe. I feel like Gaffy. Yeah, Gaff, probably. Yeah, Gaff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. If Netflix asked you to choose one player to do a documentary on about their life story, who would you suggest from West Coast? From West Coast? Um, I'm such a Shuey fanboy. I would uh, <laughs> I would go all that content up in a heartbeat. But some other yeah. good ones would be Nick Nat, of course, and Willy Rioli. I think have the interesting stories. Yeah, Willy Rioli's would be good. That would be a good one. Netflix should uh, should eat that up. Last Definitely. one. If you had to swap Adam Simpson with one current AFL head coach right now, who would it be? Ooh, I, I presume we can't have Clarkson in the scenario. No, we can't have Clarkson. Okay. <laughs> um. I would probably be pretty happy welcoming back Sam Mitchell, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Just so it's a back. risky one. Doesn't yeah. have any uh, – was never coached before, um, and you've got Hardwick and the likes of him in the league. But, yeah, I think I'd go Sammy Mitchell. Yeah, He's I was hearing a, a lot of blue and gold. Yeah, nice. I like that. I was, I was hearing a lot of uh, chatter about how much of an influence he had on 2018 as well. So you've obviously heard the, the good chat. You rate him highly. Definitely, yeah. I think the impact he had on our midfield group in particular yeah. um, was evident, definitely. Nice. And you've had a big impact on me, mate. I really appreciate today's chat. Uh, give your network a plug, please. Tell everyone where they can go and listen and watch your content. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, yeah, so if you go to YouTube and search True Footy, that's uh, the, where the brunt of the content is. Um, Instagram, where True Footy official, because True Footy was taken. Um, not really on Twitter or anything. Uh, if you prefer to listen to your podcast, uh, just search True Footy Podcast on your podcast app. I love it, mate. Hashtag Trade Center Life to get involved as well. We really appreciate it, Jesse. We'll be in touch. We'll do some content together very, very soon. Good luck to your Eagles. And let's see if that deal gets done tomorrow, pal Pepper, to the Eagles on deadline day. We appreciate it, mate. We appreciate everyone's company. Stay tuned. We're going to chat about Brisbane later on. And then 4 p.m., obviously, is our trade uh, news wrap. So stick around for that. We appreciate your company again. See you guys later.